people just trying to make a living. Corporate America is trying to make everybody believe that the technology is for the good of the people, but it's not for safety. It's it's money, and they're trying to make everybody believe it's about safety. When does the leaders? When do they get a backbone and come back to to just plain sense, common sense? To, put ethic in a place of morality where people can make a living. Right now, we live on more machines than we do common sense. And so I'm just asking the question, what what do we do to, to stop this nonsense? This is Overdrive Radio. I'm Todd Dills, and this special mailbag edition of the Overdrive Radio podcast will be picking up where the caller you heard at the top left off with a bevy of reader responses to OIDA's petition to FMCSA this past week to add a three-hour pause button option to the 14-hour on-duty clock in the hours of service rule. Several readers viewed it as the kind of common-sense option that would add some flexibility to the rule to alleviate new stresses incurred as a result of the mandate to utilize electronic logging devices in part. That's been in place since late last year, of course, though it's still in the quote-unquote soft enforcement period ahead of the April 1st start date for out-of-service orders associated with many ELD violations. The large majority of reader respondents you'll hear here, however, took the notion of a pause button further. It's split rest, or split sleeper birth period flexibility that most want. Return of a fashion to options that were available prior to the 14-hour on-duty period coming into play more than a decade ago now. The voices are varied and many to that effect, and it's been repeated often enough over the years that good news, and anybody who's been reading my Channel 19 blog over the last year will know, FMCSA is in fact seeking to study the split sleeper options vis-a-vis any safety effects. Assuming there aren't any safety effects, or if they're in the safety positive realm, expect calls for change on that score to rise, and the agency to be at least somewhat likely to pursue them. It's a long time off, though, given the tortoise-like speed of regulatory change, and in the meantime, a three-hour pause button approach to the 14, even without splitting, plenty viewed as a potential positive as it all plays out. Some readers had other ideas, too, after we put out a call for Viewpoint this week, asking what's on your hours of service wish list. You can always weigh in yourself on our message line at 530-408-6423. Yes, this is Jerome um, calling out of Waldorf, Maryland. Uh, I believe that the um, e-log is, um, I guess, is a good good step in a good direction. But the 14-hour clock and the uh, 70-hour rule needs to be adjusted. I believe that uh, it should be a split sleeper berth allowed, whether it's eight two seven three. Six four, um, all the way down the line, where a driver is allowed to take a six-hour sleeper berth um, and do a four-hour off-duty, or vice versa, which constitutes for ten hours off, uh, no matter how you split it. So the A2 split is on the books now, um, so we need to uh, um, increase that for the rest of the um, the split that equals ten. 
And I believe that that will help because I know when I'm going down the road, sometimes I want to take a um, a five hour nap, and then I, I, then I'll still be able to uh, drive the rest of my eleven hours with no problem. Uh, eight two split, I might not be able to sleep eight hours. I might only sleep five hours, and I'll be sitting in the in the front seat for three hours wasting time. Yeah, I think that uh, the hours of service regulations should be changed back for team drivers that used to run for so many years at five and five. Sleep five, drive five. Sleep five, drive five. You stay rested and alert. And it's hard for some people to drive 10 or 11 hours straight with a 30-minute break because it just wears you out. You are so give out after that long behind the wheel. And that seems like that's what they're trying to force drivers to do, is stay behind the wheel when they don't want to. Claude Wilkes, Fort White, Florida. I think that the... So a three-hour stop of the hours of service would be good because there's a lot of times when you don't deliver that they hold you and it winds up you have to sit for 10 hours and then you're the day behind on your load just because somebody's running slow. And I think it would be that and the, the split sleeper would work because it's hard to be able to stop when you have to run 15 hours to get a two-hour and eight-hour break. My name's Laura Kiley. I'm an owner-operator out of, uh, I live in Iola, Wisconsin. Um, I say get rid of the 30-minute break and be able to do a split 10-hour break. If you're sitting for two hours, three hours, whatever, that should go towards your 10-hour break. That's just my opinion. If you extend your 14-hour day, it pushes everything back till tomorrow, and it just pushes you back the entire week. It's a domino effect. If you can use the downtime that you had, and you're sitting in the sleeper or whatever, that should go towards your 10-hour break, no matter how you slice it. Kurt Mooselin from Iowa. This uh, 30-minute break, I've lost $90 per week because of it. The 14 hour rule is not working. You set more than wait. Out there on the road. Running the city, LTL, 14 does not work. Yes, absolutely. Uh, three breaks between that 14 hours of service would be great if we are able to use them. Uh, it's just too much push to current hours of service. You're definitely riding, <clears throat> driving sometimes when you're tired. And then when you have to go, you have to go. And when you're tired, when you're, when you're tired, or what should I say, when you're, when you're not tired, and you have to be off the clock. It's just the opposite. So the current the current fourteen uh, is just uh, not a good not a good system at all. 
Richmond, Truesdale, Charleston, South Carolina. Very much in favor of a split sleeper berth. For one thing, I myself, it's hard for me to drive 10 hours straight. Uh, it's, it's safer for me to drive a little while and maybe lay down for an hour or two, get refreshed and go on about my business. This new regulation is really unsafe. Most of the drivers that I speak to, they're having the same problem. They're being forced to drive tight. Thank you. My name is Ahmad Rashid. I've been driving since 1992. Back in the 90s, we had the 10 hours driving rules and 16 hours uh, uh, window and 8 hours sleeper berth or break and we could split the 8 hours uh, anytime we wanted and we were much safer and there was plenty parking everywhere in the country because some people were taking off uh, 1 o'clock in the morning or 12 o'clock in the morning or whatever the time was nobody was forced to stay 10 hours break that, or 8 hours break so the, the way they did it give us 14 hours window 11 hours that's wrong completely this is Salvador Munoz uh, from Edinburgh Texas uh, in regards to the changes of hours of service, uh, wanted to impose doing away with the 70 hour clock and replacing with a seven or eight hour or day week. Uh, that would be more effective for drivers. Uh, everybody's uh, uh, trying to save the hours on the 70, so uh, an eight, seven or eight day week would be more proper and effective. Thank you. Hello, um, I was reading uh, what the changes they're trying to make and I think that would be a great thing to do. Yes, I'm, I'm with that. Get rid of this 30 minute break room and um, give us that, that spare time, you know, within them three hours and, and you know, it stopped at 14 hour uh, rule. Uh, I think that would be great. And my name is Mark Peake. Uh, I live in South Carolina. Uh, that would be great, 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 great. Let's get it moved. Let's get it going. Mechanicsville, Virginia. My name is Bob Broaddus, and um, uh, the three-hour uh, pause button on the hours of service would definitely be a help. Uh, as it was, you see, you could drive and take an hour nap if needed, and still get up and not lose any miles or time or pay. And uh, now the way it's said, you can run against the clock all day long for 13 and a half hours, and no time for a nap or it cost you money and uh, I just think it's ridiculous so yes it would definitely be a help my name is Jeff Grindstaff I live in a little town of Union Michigan I'm calling in about the uh, split sleeper birth rules 37 years accident free of driving over the road I believe it should be left up to the driver like it was back in the old days. No three hour or four hour. If the guy's tired after an hour, let him take a nap. If the guy's tired after five hours, let him take a nap. As long as we get our mandatory 10 in after the maximum of 14 on, what does it matter? 
everybody's different. Some days I'm tired, some days I'm not. Some days I'm tired shortly after starting my day. I think that's the main thing. It should be up to the driver. Thank you very much. Michael McManus, Milton, Pennsylvania. My comment is I like the three-hour break, but I would like it if they could combine it into a three-hour break and an eight-hour break instead of a full ten-hour break. Thank you very much. James Reed, Pennsylvania, Virginia. I think the 14-hour clock can be rectified by just having it so that if the truck is not in motion, the clock can automatically stop. The driver is eating, taking a break even fueling the truck, anything like that, unloading, loading at a facility, then the 14-hour clock should be stopped. Once the 14-hour clock has expired for that day, then the driver would be required to take a 10-hour break. I don't think it's that hard to fix this problem. The big clock is not running completely. Sometimes a driver can be to a loading dock or unloading dock for several hours and the clock is continuing.